1: That felt good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, let's kick into it. Let's, let's, um, let's rock.
1: <laughs> it was so obvious, but you're made, you made like.
2: <laughs> I know it's obvious. I was trying to come up with something a bit more nuanced or a bit more like um, specific to camp, camp rock. But yeah, let's camp. Let's get camp. Yay! Hello, everybody, Howdy and campers. welcome. Howdy, campers! To um, to film franchise Four on the Cold Popshire Podcast.
1: My name is Alexander Jones. You might recognise him from Grim Sky Productions.
2: God, stop! No, that and that that wonderful voice um, accosting me and bringing up the demons of my past um, is all all the way across the country from me, ladies and gentlemen. It's Richard Martin.
1: Oh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm
2: annoyed actually because I just remembered I, a different way I was going to open this podcast i was going to be like um hey everybody welcome to film franchise four nights on the cold Pops podcast my name is cameron proctor but all my friends call me cam proc Um, (laughs) anyway uh this is a this is a podcast where richard and (laughs) i um defy distance the distance that's physically between us um which is immeasurable compared to the the, how close we are emotionally um, and we we connect over Skype and talk about the uh, a different film franchise every fortnight and this fortnight um, we had Camp Rock, the Disney Channel original duology um, and before we get into it, Richard, I don't know about you but I'm a little thirsty
1: Oh, oh shit, oh, shit. W- One second
2: Okay, okay
1: <laughs> mm.
2: this evening i'm enjoying a delicious coca-cola zero i'm back and on my headphones he's back he's back richard what have you got for I'm us i'm
1: thirsty too yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got what are the, you drinking the last little bit of a um vanilla coke zero 1.5 oh, liter
2: very good very good um i'm already burping Ugh. we're already Mine's deep flat. into the, into the podcast oh well, that's maybe we should drink flat soda. That would, that would, you know, take away the burping, which I imagine is horrible to listen to.
1: Yeah. But um, I like that I can tell that you uh, maybe don't have a lot of content for this episode, um, that you <laughs> immediately resorted to the um, Coke Zero. Yeah, exactly. I also have no, two, you- <laughs> two bottles of um, alcohol here. From yeah. the night we recorded the Hangover podcast because you, you oh, true. left your one up in Auckland. So maybe I could put some Jack Daniels Tennessee fire into my Coke yeah. Zero. And-
2: um, I also have some Maker's Mark whiskey and my dad got me a, um, what is this? A mogu mogu lychee juice uh, with, with like a with bubble tea kind oh, of thing let's oh, put put some in your coke zero let's do it let's do this <laughs> no, let's do i'm this. not ruining it i've been looking forward to this coke zero all day i'm not gonna put bubble tea
1: <laughs> no well you said you had whiskey put oh right do the whiskey yeah
2: i mean all right i mean why not because i have like i hated these movies spoilers all right we're going off the rails just a second i just have to lean backwards that yep. The best part is, is I barely have any Makers Mark left, so what else am I going to do with it?
1: Tennessee Fire. Like, I'm probably putting more, this is probably more than 50% Tennessee Fire at the moment. All right, you're
2: listening to us divulge on the podcast. Divulge? Devolve. Devolve as we divulge our feelings towards the Camp Rock series.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Fuck, I had way too much. I don't don't want this, and I've got to like, I was going to go to Kmart afterwards. Yeah, I've got some work I need to do after this, but oh well. Maybe I shouldn't.
2: Maybe you've convinced me not to. No, nah. here it goes.
1: Oh god, okay. this going taste like shit.
2: Oh yeah, I've put too much in as well. Um. Oh geez, I can smell it. I was not in the mood to drink. Ugh. I will Ugh. be throwing up tonight, or right, I'm gonna just swirl it around for a bit and think. What does this taste it. like?
1: It, it tastes like hot cross buns. My one. I t- <laughs> How does yours taste? Mm. oh
2: man I am not why did I do this
1: (laughs) you have to keep here though
2: okay you once
1: told me that you would do anything for for like a project or like a meme yeah and just think about the meme of this actually I think this might be off can alcohol like that go off it's kind of like it's sweetish so it it tastes kind of funny
2: I don't think alcohol can go off
1: it's like... like a sweet Tennessee fire kind of thing
2: I can tell you what can actually go off, though. That isn't alcohol. Yeah. These movies. Hell yeah. <laughs> Here we are. These movies go off. All right. Where are we? Five minutes in, roughly, depending on ugh, where you started listening. Camp um, <laughs> Camp Rock. <laughs> Camp Rock. Are you ready to talk about Camp Rock? Yeah, we well, can re- waiting.
1: Regardless of where they started listening, we're about five minutes into the podcast.
2: That's true. Um, Camp Rock came out in 2008. Disney Channel original movie directed by Matthew Diamond. Um, And it is currently the third highest viewed DCOM or Disney Channel original movie of all time behind High School Musical 2 and Wizards of Waverly Place the movie. And Richard, what do you think our friend Camp Rock has on Rotten Tomatoes?
1: Like twenty percent.
2: It's exactly right. It's got twenty percent. And what is our twenty percent? Camp Rock, two thousand eight, directed by Matthew Diamond, currently third highest viewed decom of all time, behind High School Musical two and Wizards of Waverly Place. The movie about what's the movie about?
1: Um, so just to be just to clarify, is uh, High School Musical two the highest? Yes. Or is Wizards okay? Um, it's about um, well, Demi Lovato, uh, who you might recognise um as the singer Demi Lovato, um. She stars as Mitchie, a girl who desperately wants to go to a summer camp called Camp Rock, where you learn to be a rock musician. And uh, meanwhile... Shane Gray played by Joe Jonas who you might recognize from the Jonas Brothers or the band DNCE uh, is a member of a band called Connect Three which is uh, played by the other two members of the Jonas Brothers Nick and Kevin Jonas and he is sentenced to like a community service kind of thing so he has to go to Camp Rock uh, because he's such a rock and roll star and uh yeah, we 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 learn a little, We meet a lot of friends on the way. Uh, Mitchie only ends up going because her mother is the caterer, so she goes at a discounted rate because they're a little bit poor. But yeah, so there's like a hierarchy. There's like this popular girl called Tess, who uh, she kind of falls in with. It's a very mean girls sort of style story, mm-hmm. uh, where she like gets in with the the cool girls, uh, and then. Uh, forgets who her real friends are yeah. and what she came there for. And uh, eventually she ends up performing at s- uh, the final jam. And uh, yeah, gets it's interesting yeah.
2: how um, Joe Jonas effectively plays a Justin Bieber um, in trouble with the media type character. But this was before <laughs> Justin Bieber was that person. So I wonder if anyone ever yeah. ever drew that um, parallel
1: before. Um, Thank you, Richards. Well, he's playing a Joe Jonas type, effectively. Yeah,
2: true. Um, Actually, I don't know if that's true or not. I know nothing about the Jonas Brothers uh, politics behind the scenes. But I do know about a little film called Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam, which came out in 2010, directed by Paul Hone um, and... Uh, Jennifer Armstrong from Entertainment Weekly enjoyed the film and called the performance of Demi Lovato dependently appealing, and I'm not sure what that means.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a strange Um, thing to say.
2: What does Camp Rock 2, the final jam, have on Rotten Tomatoes? Eight. Oh, you couldn't be more wrong, sir. Nine. (laughs) No, it's got 40%. Oh, wow. According to Ron Tomatoes, Camp Rock 2 is twice as good as Camp Rock. Uh, and I would agree <laughs> with that. Um, but they're both not good. So measure measure that. for you, Do that. What's that one about?
1: Uh, well, Camp Rock 2 is uh, basically Mitchie's back at camp. Her and Shane haven't seen each other since the first one. and they're But they're like kind of dating now. And uh, now there's a new camp, which you'll have to remind me its name. Camp Star. Camp Star has opened up across the lake and they're like, they've got all the money behind them and basically they say, let's have a final jam against each other. And basically the, because Camp Star is so popular, because if Camp Rock loses, they are basically going to go under, but then they lose, uh, but they made Camp Rock look so fun that now everyone wants to go there.
2: Mm. Um.
1: And there's so, like B plots and all that. Shit as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 other two Jonas brothers have more significant roles um, in the second film. Um, what did you what What do you think of these films? We know what I think of these films. What do you think of these films? Because I feel like they're more special to you than they are to me.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's a fair point. They, I saw. I remember seeing the original when it came out, like when they released it on Disney Channel, and I enjoyed it at the time. I never saw the second one, but, and I, I don't know if it was like, if we should get into this now, because, no, I, I'll, I'll say that a little tease, but uh, yeah, I didn't see the oh. second one until uh, watching it for this, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed the first one at the time, but watching it again, I was like, yeah, this movie is pretty bad. And then the second one I didn't think was any better. I yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It's twice as good, but when movies are better than other movies, it's an exponential growth. Like the it's, difference between a twenty percent on Ron Tomatoes and a forty percent on Ron Tomatoes isn't the same as the difference between like a sixty-five percent on Ron Tomatoes and a hundred percent. Like that's way more significant. Um, but that's just my own maths and means nothing. Who cares what I think? <laughs> um, I yeah. The, see, you're you're a few months older than me, and you you are you are in um, like because of how school years work, you are in the year above me yes, in true. high school. Um, but when Camp Rock came out in 2008, I was 15 and I thought I was, (laughs) I thought I was too old for it. Like I I saw Disney Channel as being like the thing I was too old for now.
1: Right. Okay. Um, well it's like. I probably, I don't know if I would have like advertised the fact that I was like into the Jonas Brothers and stuff like that. And because <laughs> I have like terrible music taste. In fact, I'm seeing Simple Plan live tomorrow night. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, these, these are movies, I guess, that I was like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember. That's a good, that's interesting that you mentioned that. But I don't know necessarily that I was like, proud of liking these movies and i don't even know they liked that much i can appreciate that they're like real cheesy like the final song being like this is real this is me i'm exactly (laughs) where i'm supposed to be now yeah gonna let the light
3: shine on me
1: you know yeah did you want me to sing along because i don't remember that song very well really because it's like the song
2: i yeah yeah i recognized it when i heard it as the song yeah not Um, enough to to commit it to memory
1: yeah but, you know, I, I I like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so
2: what, what
1: you're talking about here,
2: um, it, it brings me to my first sort of um, gripe that I have with this movie and movies like it. And by movies like it, I mean um, that the Disney Channel original movie. Deep yeah, the decoms the D- because Camp Rock exists in that weird Disney Channel alternate universe where teenagers are as innocent and well behaved as their parents hope they are. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, like no one you you're telling me an entire camp full of rock and roll loving teenagers aren't banging and tents every night, aren't, and doing <laughs> aren't smoking drugs, drugs, and- drugs. Like, yeah, the and at the start of the film, um, they they go to Camp Rock. And someone like With well, a guy who runs it Gets on stage And this other lady Gets on stage And they go <laughs> like Full How do you do Fellow kids Like they're like
3: Welcome campers Are you ready to rock And everyone's
2: going nuts for it The teenagers think It's the coolest shit ever And it's like No, no. At, at 15 If I went to a camp And they were like Well hey kids Are you guys ready For the, the rock and roll I'd be like Oh my god <laughs> What am I doing here And I was an innocent teenager Like yeah. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't smoking drugs or anything like i was as i was as innocent as my parents hoped i would be yeah like i was a disney channel kid but even <laughs> i was cynical about adults trying to be
1: cool yeah well like um and so when she's like Oh you guys ready to rock and then uh these two like cool dudes uh jump on stage and like rap and she's like oh okay let's yeah. let's groove to this beat Yeah. It's, yeah but it's
2: she's cool. cool she's cool for doing it everyone thinks she's she's awesome it's it's so weird it is like and and I guess High School Musical is similar in that respect that it's got that same vibe to it. But I don't know, maybe because high, was High School Musical one a um, theatrical release or was uh, that no? A, a, only
1: the third one was.
2: Really? Okay. Yeah. And fun well, fact
1: th- about the third High School Musical film is I saw it three times in the cinema.
2: I think and, you've told me that before. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and um, and you might think, oh, you know, he has like a large group of friends, you know, they all want to see it. No, I saw it with the same two guys every time. <laughs> and um, so this is back in the days of like having to get your parents to like buy movie tickets and stuff like that. The third time I went, I had to lie and say that I was going to Keanu Reeves' The Day the Earth Stood Still so that mm. they would give me money for a movie ticket so that I could go see High School Musical <laughs> 3 for a third time.
2: Ill in one day or? No. Ah, oh, that would have been the true meme. <laughs> that would have been the creamier form of that. I'm meme. still
1: hunting for the true meme. <laughs>
2: um. So yeah, that's that. Yeah, that I think. I think High School Musical got away with it more because uh, it feels like there's more love gone into High School Musical.
1: Your yeah, well, camp um, th- rock, um, I I think was. What maybe attracted me to it was that it was, like, a rock version of High School Musical. It was how it was advertised. And, yeah. you know, being a cool, and young dude who's into things like David Bowie and the Jonas Brothers, I mm. um, wanted to check that out. Yeah. And, you know, we got some alright songs in it. See, I would
2: I would call you up on there right away, because... I thought the songs in Camp Rock were all right. The again Camp Rock two were all right, but the I the, the songs in Camp Rock were like, I don't know. I don't remember them. I don't. Okay. I didn't think any of them were that good.
1: D- like okay, let's let's get into this now.
2: Aj, you're actually hurting my feelings. Right?
1: <laughs> like, please. Okay, let's get into this now um, because this is the discussion I've wanted to have with you. Um, what is your like? What are your favorite songs from the? From the films and and least favorite as well.
2: Um, you're really testing how well I remember the songs, and, and maybe that speaks for itself. The one that the, the there's two that come to mind.
1: Okay, what are they?
2: Um, and they're both in Camp Rock 2, The final jam, and they're the one. Um, I don't They're on the Wikipedia page. I'll look. I'll look them up.
1: Because they're um, yeah. Wait, like, just just explain them to me, because I might be able to tell you.
2: Okay, there's the one that Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas sing about um, how they drive each other crazy but they wouldn't well it's called, wouldn't It the other way. One. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, the other one, that one uh, introducing me, I think yeah. it was called.
1: Okay. So Introducing Me is no shit one of my favorite songs. <laughs> not, yeah. I mean, not just out, not not from Camp Rock. I mean, like I I Oh, I, I charged here my we go. I charged my old iPod for this. Um mm-hmm and pulled it up uh where is it so wait
2: so y- you were obsessed with a song that from a movie yeah, you never saw So that's
1: what i that's what i was gonna say um introducing me was the sixth most played song on my old ipod and that means it probably had <laughs> that it would have had upwards of like 150 plays kind of thing yeah uh for for the record the top song played on that ipod was tommy and Krista" by Thirsty
2: so so introducing me is the
1: um the charlie swan from twilight yes it is songs songs from movies for you honestly it is introducing me is such a fucking good song and so the the like uh purpose of the song in the film is nick jonas is trying to woo this girl but she's like i don't know anything about you so he writes the song called introducing me and it's like just a list of things about himself And Mm. it's just a fun song, and like it speeds up because he's got he's got time pressure. And when they would perform, the Jonas Brothers would perform that song live. uh, The they would put up like a two minute counter behind him, and he had to perform the song in under two minutes.
2: That's great. That's really fun. Um, do you not think it's a little derivative of a song? (laughs) Like it kind of sounds exactly like um, "You Can Count on Me," like four. Two, three, and I'll be there. You know that song? The What's that song called? plain White Cheese? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that song and um and um Nothing's gonna stop me from Divine Intervention. It sounds like a mix of those two songs. What's that song called? Uh I'm yours. So I'm, I'm yours. It sounds like those two songs. It sounds exactly like those two songs.
3: Mm.
1: I don't know if
2: I agree. Nah, me. I watched them. The, I watched this movie with my little sister, and we just started singing those songs over introducing me, and it like blended perfectly into it, man. Yeah, well, you
1: could probably do it with any fucking song. Like
2: I couldn't. I'm not. i am not really are because you're
1: untalented.
2: <laughs> there is nothing wrong with <laughs> Cam Brock Two: The Final Jam. Aj, no, 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 no. But I didn't
1: like. I didn't enjoy the movie, and the movie <laughs> on its whole, on the whole was a disappointment. But mm-hmm. man, fucking. Introducing me is such a good song. Anyone go check it out. Can you sing us some of it? I can sing you all of it.
3: Okay, do it.
1: (laughs) I, I will. I fucking will. Do it.
3: I'm, I'm good at wasting time, I think lyrics need to rhyme and you're not asking, but I'm trying to grow a mustache, I eat cheese, but only on pizza, please, and sometimes on a homemade quesadilla, otherwise it smells like to me and I, I really like it when the moon looks like a toenail, and I love it when you say my name. <laughs> so, if you wanna know, here it goes. Gonna tell you there's a part of me that shows every close. Gonna let you see everything. But remember that you asked for it. I'll try to do my best to impress, but it's easier to let you take a guess at the rest. But you wanna hear what lives in my brain and my heart while well, you ask for it for your perusing. At times confusing, possibly amusing. Introducing me. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) wow i never (laughs) Um,
2: i wonder like i'm not i'm not even doing like a sarcastic dig here but i wonder if that could get copyright striked
1: yeah i mean feel free to cut that out (laughs) but just just do 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 like a minute and a half bleep over that um but yeah i actually fun fact about that song and why i like in other words, so, like so well. Is that like, like I could probably sing that song in under two minutes as well. Like, but I, um, <laughs> I, I, I learned the lyrics to that song and also Freaks and Geeks by Childish Gambino, which I can perform if you want as well. Uh, we'll that's like
2: that for another, another podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, well, like that's a, that's a quite, again, a quite lyric heavy song. But when I used to study acting, I, um, I learned those two songs as like addiction exercise. Mm so, I mean, obviously, like, I'm doing a voice for, like, uh, for Nick Jonas. But, yeah, well, because I, my voice teacher hated the fact that I wouldn't open my mouth and I mumbled a lot. And it's still a complaint that a lot of people have with me. But to rap or, like, sing really fast and still make sure I was getting all the words out was quite a good exercise for me. So, before um, I would go on stage, you could hear me being like
3: if you want to know here we go it's gonna tell you there's a part of me the show it's gonna let you see everything
1: um
2: it'd be interesting for our listeners who have never heard that song um listening to richard's rendition of it and um being able to see if i'm yours and playing white tees can, can be can be <laughs> like slotted into the various points i nearly cut you off to sing it but i was like nah that'd be mean Nothing's no, worse.
1: Th- I I did feel awkward. Yeah, for a while because do you know what? Ever since we got camp rock, I've been like, I'm going to sing introducing me on the podcast, and then when it comes on, poor boy, did I feel weird.
2: <laughs> that's that's why I let you do it, man. I was yeah, like, there's, yeah. there's no way he's
3: going to sing this off.
1: What? Because you've asked me to sing in my like kind yeah. of voice.
3: You're the voice I hear inside my head.
1: That's another song from um, mm. Camp Rock. Um you've been asking me to do that for a couple of weeks, so I thought yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd now like if ever there was a podcast to do it, it's this one. It's
2: Camp Rock. Um yeah. so but this- yeah,
1: sorry, sorry, so I, I, I still I am on my like choo choo train of thought, sorry. Um Oh please choo 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 away. <laughs> it's it's and I thought, you know, maybe it's content, so yeah. we're we're gone. But um I looked up um, rankings of every camp rock song. Camp rock song. So, MTV did a ranking of all the songs from the first one, and uh, we'll, we can chat about that a little bit. And then, BuzzFeed did one of all songs from both films. So, um, interesting. Number twelve on MTV's list of the songs from the film is "Here I Am," the song that wins Final Jam <laughs> in the first film, and it says so test the the bad girl we've talked about before her like underling turns out she's a real good performer and she like does a song by herself and everyone's like what you can sing as well even though you're in this fucking camp where everyone can sing mm. and she um, does the song it's just like this little ballad she's got a guitar and it wins final jam uh, yeah it's like pretty fucking bland I've seen this movie like three or four times and I could not sing every single lyric in that song and that you know <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bad
2: song. Well, here I am. That to me, all I'm thinking of is um.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: Is am I thinking of Kelly Clarkson?
3: Here I am, once, once again. again. But you don't get to see the these
2: That's what I think thought of when you said, "Here I am," and if my brain was like, "I remember that song being in that." Um.
1: Movie. Number two, uh, the the second worst song, which I fucking agree with, is a song called "What It Takes." Do you remember that one? No, I
3: That's remember the four it's songs.
1: Like, it's like when, so when they're um, they're like in the kitchen, I think, or no, they're in like some fucking communal space and they're like all right who wants to do this song this one chick's like yeah i can and it's like who's got what it takes to be (laughs) my man and it's like what the fuck is this weird it's like this weird chanting like "doom, and like everyone's just like it sounds like um the mtv says that you'd be more likely to find this as an oatmeal in a cult ritual than a summer camp it's very mm. fucking creepy and the fact yeah, that it's the, like a fifteen-year-old girl singing like, Who's man enough to handle all of this? <laughs> the um that kind of speaks to another
2: a lot like a wider problem I have with not just this movie and not every musical, but a lot of musicals where like People just so casually start belting out like things you need to exercise a few minutes before singing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's a part in Camp Rock 2 where, um, where Mitchie arrives at Camp Rock and they all like join, the, like, oh, Mitchie, have you got anything for Final Jam this year? Because we don't have anything. And she's like, uh um, yeah, maybe, and they're like, "Oh, tell us," and she's like, "No, nah, I don't, I don't want to." And they're like, "No, come on, Mitchie, we want to hear," and she's like, "And this like <laughs> this this
1: like I got my sex string,
2: yeah, like it's no, it's it's like last, it's about last year or something. I can't remember how it yeah. goes. Anyway, okay, well, we'll get to it. It's, it's such yeah. a it's such a like casual way to belt into like going one hundred
1: percent. Like she okay. goes from not wanting to do it to full full bore." Yeah. Put a pin in that because I do actually have a real interesting point that I wanted to bring up. Okay. So remind me of that when I finish. So um, next worst song is We Rock, which is like the-
3: We rock!
1: Yeah, the, like, the anthem of the thing. So it's like funny, like these three worst songs. And then, so I'll, I'll skip to the like top. So they put um, the number one song is called Our Time Is Here. Mm-hmm. And fu- oh, and this is the, the credit song okay um so yeah those are a dumb one um (laughs) okay the the buzzfeed list is better so um they put number two the worst song in both movies is this is our song which is the song that finishes camp rock two and convinces everyone to join camp rock Mm. and they're all singing along and they all realize how much they love camp rock yeah i agree Um, and then after um next worst song is wouldn't change a thing no. And it says, this song is terrible. No. I'm sorry. Are you really comparing yourselves to Venus and Mars?
2: <laughs> they, um, like a, We're like Venus and Mars. We're like different stars. it's like, are you saying that <laughs> Venus and Mars are stars?
3: Because
2: <laughs> they're not. Uh,
1: but um, number 18, they've got Gotta Find You. But they point out, which it was a problem I had with the film when it first came out, is that, um, so Shane Gray, uh, Joe Jonas, has heard- um, Demi Lovato singing, but didn't know who it was, and so he like using the melody of her song writes his own song, and he's like, "Oh, I've just been writing this thing," and performs it to her on the beach by himself, and then there's harmonies coming from somewhere. <laughs> But he's just by himself. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: So, oh, okay, you've touched on two tangents, so
1: two separate tangents. I want to yeah, go like, on. That, that, that's that's again. That's part of the tangent I want to come back to. So, we'll go. okay, but, um, no, okay, we have, it's to. We have to. It's the same <laughs> tangent. It's the same tangent. We'll say them at the um, same time, like in a musical, how they all know the lyrics. I, Um, Number ten, they had um, play my music, which I actually really like as a song. That's just like, but it's real funny that like. So the Jonas Brothers are called Connect Three in this movie, mm-hmm. and. Um, Joe Jonas is like oh they, they make me play that corporate pop I want to play something different and he's like I've got it and he plays like the most random like just obvious corporate pop yeah. song called Playbo. <laughs> it's just a Jonas Brothers song yeah, yeah. so it's like what were they're, you doing beforehand they're, they're, This is some... like oh they'd
2: never let us play that
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like it's a good song I like it as far as Jonas Brothers songs go I don't remember I just
3: want to play my music Play
1: the um, funka music, Jonas Brother. But, um, so their top three, they have Introducing Me as number three, which is obviously in the wrong place, but it's like, yeah, at least it's at the top. Um, number two is Here I Am, <laughs> the fucking, what MTV called the worst song. They said it was the second best song in either film. Um, and they put This Is Me at the top. So I feel like this list doesn't have its, um, shit together because it's just saying, um, oh, Here I Am, one. So it's, the best, and this is me, you're supposed to think is the best, so it's the best. So, if you ignore those two like hack entries, introducing me is the best one, yeah. um, in its rightful place, yeah. But the, um,
2: the, the list turns into a sellout,
1: yeah. Um, but the it also, um, the third worst song they had is what we, um, what we Came Here For, and it has this massive rant about how, like, Camp Rock, Camp Rock 2, they've got the final jam, and they're talking about, um, how they like uh, they've got to have a part for everyone and then people it's just like oh Joe and Demi you're our best singers you should just do it and they do this like fucking boring song <laughs> but yeah, it, like, it makes it- rock look cool
2: yeah, they've got it. They they put so much precedence on certain songs in these movies, like and how good they have to be. But they're so indistinguishable from each other. They're yeah. not like, oh, that's the s-. like as we say, the two best songs in the in the series are those two from the second movie, and one of them isn't actually being sung. Like one of them's like a a a um you know like in musicals a, a how they sing. Like their conscience, I guess, and the other one is like one that no one hears except for, um, except for uh, Nick Jonas's love interest. Mm. Um, all right, let's go back and pull on some of these tangents. Okay,
1: okay. So this is the the the, the, the like one point for the first time since maybe like SpongeBob, I wrote a note about this because I didn't want to forget it. Um, <laughs> it's just an interesting thing I noticed that like. I would have called, before today or like before the last couple of days, I would have called Camp Rock a musical, but watching the two of them together, Camp Rock isn't a musical, but Camp Rock 2 is. I know, yeah, this is exactly one of my tangents, if I could put
2: it another way. The songs in Camp Rock, despite being clearly mastered and produced, happen... In real life, when Joe Jonas is singing to Demi Lovato, he's act- the character is actually singing to Demi Lovato. And when they perform songs on stage, they are actually performing songs on stage. And Camp Rock 2, that happens sometimes, but a lot of the songs are your tra- more traditional um, musical as a narrative device where they sing their feelings or, or that everyone knows the lyrics and it's all like choreographed, even though no one knew the song before yeah. anyone started singing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and isn't I mean, that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like, and it's interesting because in you watch like La La Land, say so first musical popped in my head and um, like, especially that opening number, you're like, Oh, this is the world. This is how people express themselves. And you, everyone knows it in camp rock Two uh, like it, you become hyper aware of like how does everyone know the song? Yeah, and yeah. like the fact that someone will be like, um, they'll they'll like I'm starting my thought over here, and then it cuts, and then they're like, and I'm finishing it over here, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what were they doing in between yeah, that time? Yeah, um, like what? I, I, you know, I became hyper aware of like every cut to like a new location. I'm like, what? What have you been doing for 5 minutes <laughs> the, while um, you got over there?
2: I think the most egregious example of this is um so when they they get invited over to go to Camp Star on the first night of Camp Rock. And th- over there they perform some, like, shitty little song and then camp star blow everyone out of the water with another shitty song that for some reason <laughs> is more important to the characters. Um, and it's, like, like, and they find out they've been practising it for weeks. And so Camp Rock go home and they decide they're going to show them what's up by... Turning up and playing a song that actually prepared for, but Camp Star prepared like two weeks, and Camp Rock prepared like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, they turn up and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to show you, what, you know, what we're actually capable of." But then both Camp Rock and Camp Star sing the song together.
3: <laughs> it's like why are camp
2: star singing it. Like if you're going to make singing like a magical plot device in the second one, fine, whatever. I don't care that much. But like the very purpose of this one was that camp star didn't know it, didn't practice it, and didn't like are against it, and then they sing along with them. It's 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 very strange. It's very odd. Um. All right. Can I pull on another tangent that you reminded yeah, you me of? Okay. So. A big part of the first Camp Rock film is Joe Jonas, um, he hears Demi Lovato singing, is it This Is Me that she's singing? Yeah. Yeah, and he he doesn't see her face, but he's like, man, what's that voice? I have to find that voice. And he's like obsessed with finding that voice and he puts a big call out, you know, if you're this girl and Demi Lovato doesn't think it's her. um, But like during this, Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas also develop like, a love story without knowing that he's looking for her, like, that Mm. it's her voice he's looking for. That
1: she's the voice he hears inside his head, the reason that he's singing.
2: Yeah, yeah, and there she is. And, and like, but there's (laughs) no- This is her. This is her. There's no, um, like- what was he going to do if it wasn't Demi Lovato? <laughs> was he going to be like, sorry, <laughs> I don't love you anymore because this is the voice I heard inside my head. So the stakes are like- The reason I was saying. Yeah, yeah. These, the stakes are these these weird parallel of like, um, if it wasn't her, it'd be a really bad message and it'd be a really shitty character. Or it's like, you, you either needed one or the other. I don't know if you <laughs> needed both. But then they wouldn't work if it was just one or the other. I don't know. To be honest, the whole like who sung this, I don't know who heard who who was singing this is kind of an overdone trope anyway. I think I've seen it. Yeah, it's
1: like before. Cinderella, it's beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. Um yeah. Um hey, Richard. Yeah. Kevin Jonas <laughs> is the worst Jonas brother. Discuss.
1: Um I mean, I think it's a harsh thing to say. He's he's married. He's I don't know.
2: <laughs> Hitler was married.
1: Yep got him.
2: Um th- okay, I feel like <laughs> I don't know,
1: I know you have an irrational hatred for him, so this
2: this isn't I, I I'm not I don't I'm not a Jonas Brothers fan, but surely surely Kevin is widely considered to be the like Ringo star of the Jonas Brothers,
1: surely. Well, yeah, I mean it's like it's more complicated because like he's he doesn't sing. He's not like a sex symbol. He's like you know, the other two have gone on to have successful like and successful solo careers and you know, Nick Jonas was in Welcome to the Chumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. But like Kevin Jonas is quite happy to he's gotten married. He did marry to Jonas T V series, but he seems like he's quite happy to have just gone away from the spotlight. So I don't really have anything against him for like just being there and being in his brothers like in a band with his brothers.
2: I think he's the worst celebrity named Kevin.
1: Even worse than Kevin Costner.
2: Dude, of course, what did Kevin Costner ever do?
1: He was in um, Man of Steel, and he was in that real dumb scene where he's like, don't save me. And it's like, well, I could, like, I'm um, Superman.
2: Yeah, but Kevin Jonas was in that real dumb scene in Camp Rock 2, the final jam, where um he got whipped cream on his face and pretended to be scared of scary stories that weren't scary. Anyway, all right, that fell flat, but that's okay. I'm keeping it in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We talk about titles a lot on this podcast, and there's a few interesting tidbits about titles. So the titles of these films, if you didn't remember, are called Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam. Now, Mm -hmm. the first film actually had a few other titles before um, it was decided to be Camp Rock. And when when I tell you them, it's like, is this true because the film... If you were going down this road, you were like the film clearly needed to be called Camp Rock, because yeah. the, the other titles that have floated around, according to IMDb, which how you know how accurate's that. Um, one of the film's original title was Rock Camp Rules, and then Camp Rock on. Like, when did when did you decide the camp was called Camp Rock? Because that's yeah. your title, buddy. Like you're not. Well, if it, was, it could have originally
1: been called Camp Rock on. Camp yeah, Rock on could true. be a, a name for a sequel, or that's like Camp true. Rock and Roll.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't add. What about Camp Rock Paper Scissors?
1: <laughs> yeah, that adds something.
2: Yeah, that adds something. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was. The Final Jam is a weird subtitle for Camp Rock 2 because it's not often like the second film in a series is called the final something. Like, often yeah. it'll be like the, the rounding off of a trilogy or something like that. And as we'll find out in the next segment,
1: there are plans for a Camp Rock 3. Well, I wouldn't say there's plans.
2: Um, so, moving on to, <laughs> to uh, continue the franchise. Oh, gee,
1: I've got a some other stuff I want to say. About the titles. No, just in general. I don't know. Continue the franchise is normally like a rappy-up thing.
2: Yeah, that's true. Camp rappy-up. Yeah. Uh, let's just call it camp rap.
1: Um, so, Mitchie, it's established like early on, Mitchie has like a songbook where she writes all her, her lyrics and stuff like that, and she um performs part of the songs to Tess and the crew. And Tess overhears Shane being like, oh, I like- just want to find this girl. I remember the song. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be now. And then Tess is like, oh, shit. And see, and finds Mitchie's songbook and sees that it says, this is real. This is me. Actually, wait, no. I just remembered how that is relevant. <laughs> um, but basically, it's going to say, and then nothing comes of it. She doesn't re- retaliate in any way. She doesn't do anything. But that's what makes her frame them for stealing, isn't it? Or yeah,
2: that- yes. No, you're right. But- it would but, have been a better
1: plot device if Tess had stolen Mitch's song. That yeah, that's that's where it looks like it's going. If yeah. she, if, if Tess then went, this you know went up and performed. But and true part st- of me Cinderella stepsister style. Yeah, part of me feels like that she she finds the book after the whole bracelet fiasco though. But I could be wrong.
2: We'll never know, dude, because I'm never watching this movie again.
1: (laughs) I'll probably watch it again one day. But also, the other thing is when Mitchie's, like, performing, she's finally got her moment at the end of Final Jam, um, as she performs her song, and then Shane Gray's like, huh, maybe me, a massive celebrity, should just step into the middle of this song, and it's like, oh, there goes Mitchie's thunder. She's finally got her moment in the spotlight. And Yeah. You know, just wait until afterwards and have a chat to her. Who put his mic up? (laughs) These are the questions that keep me
2: awake at night, dude. (laughs) Okay, let's continue the franchise, dude. Are you ready? Yes. So a couple notes before we get into it. A reality TV series called My Camp Rock has been produced, um, and I I assume it's like a singing competition show. I don't know. Uh, And it has international versions that are being produced in Scandinavia, Spain, France, and Benelux, Benelux. I don't know. It's like Belgium and stuff. (laughs) Um, and there's also an Australia, New Zealand version called camp rock down under or the camp (laughs) rock, the Tasman. I don't know if it changes whatever. And I don't know if those, if camp rock down under slash the Tasman are in the same, like under the umbrella of the, my camp rock show. That was unclear. Um, really good research on my end for this episode. Um, but on, a, on, a, on the subject of Camp Rock 3, uh, both Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas have both said that they're keen to do an R-rated third film set during the character's college years, but it would have to be without Disney Channel, which is crazy that you can be that famous and that involved in Hollywood as those two and actually think that's a possible. <laughs> <Like, laughs> actually think that you can take Disney Channel's movie and be like, no, nah, we're going to make an R-rated version of it. There's no intellectual property yeah. issue here at all um, um camp Brock 3 i believe is listed, nick's also on board yeah yeah camp rock 3 is listed on imdb with a release date of 2019 and the entire cast list there will it be r-rated who knows <laughs> however that does move me into my um continue the franchise and for the first time ever i'm pitching a uh a porn parody um
1: <laughs> called camp cock
2: called ramp cock <laughs> <laughs> ramp cock yeah. a camp rock porn parody uh and that's all i wrote
1: i'm just gonna let that settle for a bit all right so that's your own <laughs> r-rated um yep continuation of the franchise i don't know um this is one uh, again this is like one of those like it's not necessarily what i'd like to see but it feels like the fucking easiest thing to do is that you could do like Camp Rock, the next generation... Like, the Legally Blondes of Camp Rock is, like, prime for the taking. Just find the next fucking Disney Channel, you know, people, and then just do Camp Rock again. Mm. Tell the same friggin' story. Make Mitchy two people. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe do a gender swap or something like that. I don't know. Something stupid. Who cares?
2: What about um Camp, Camp Croc? It's, yeah, you- it's just about...
1: And it's just about the video game croc.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say and they all all wear crocs to learn to be a crocodile.
1: <laughs> um and then there's one alligator.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the main character. <laughs> we did it, man. We came up with a with Camp Camp Croc. Okay. Um that's all I have to say about Camp Rock, possibly for the rest of my life um wow. do you have any other final thoughts any um, final jams but
1: well i i don't have one final thought
2: i, I have, have several tw-
1: <laughs> i have 21 reasons that camp rock was the ultimate summer camp
2: okay <laughs> Camp let's, Rock. let's try to keep like- this under an hour richard and we're on um we're on 50 I, minutes
1: camp rock was like a superstar factory kids go on a peasant and come out a musical genius would you would you agree
2: Uh, I only have two samples. (laughs) I can't say for
1: Um, sure. Yeah, I don't know if I can actually fucking make my way through this. Anyway, I thought it'd be funny to like go on BuzzFeed and like read things about how people are nostalgic for Camp Rock. Um, Do you want to see? It's been nine years since Camp Rock came out. Here's what the cast looked like now. Oh my god, she's hideous! So, Demi Lovato is Michi Torres. She looks... um, (laughs) Don't do this. ...more (laughs) weathered. Um, And apparently, Demi Lovato um, says Disney asked her to fix her gap tooth before filming the movie. She did, and it's a choice she regrets to this day. Wow. She
3: still
1: has a gap
2: tooth.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, but that's one um, of the
2: things I know about oh look. no it
1: used to be real bad looking at oh it. okay um,
2: <laughs> I gotta look it up now <laughs> um,
1: Joe Jonas is Shane Gray so he's got a lot less hair now um, and in a Reddit AMA Joe Jonas admitted his Camp Rock days make him cringe now 1 to 10 rating of how embarrassing Camp Rock is to me now 10 being the most and 1 being the least I'm gonna give it a solid 8 he said Nick Jonas is Nate he's also got a lot less hair um, he's also in Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle He's, he's also down to do the R-rated version Kevin Jonas is Jason he doesn't have that ridiculous straightened hair anymore and he's got a little bit of stubble um, and he taught himself to how to play the guitar one day when he was bored fuck, Megan Jett Martin as Tess Tyler looks the exact same
2: dude no one cares man no one listening to this has even seen Camp Rock why are oh. you telling us what these people look like stop this madness, end this at once okay okay well i guess this is the last episode of the whole <laughs> couple this is of- the worst
1: thing you've done on the podcast
2: <laughs> this is it it's never been this bad before man she really did have like an, a, a more significant <laughs> gap tooth. <huh? laughs> if you yeah. type in on google demi lovato gap tooth The um, sixth image is a shot of her with a gap tooth and the caption says, be yourself. (laughs) But change that fucking tooth. Um,
1: (laughs) Um, All right. Should we do this fucking whatever the next segment is?
2: Yep. So now before we go to um, franchise roulette where we uh, draw a random number that will correspond to a franchise on our franchise list, um, While, Richard, you tee that up, I'll just let the good people at home know that if you liked this podcast, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on YouTube, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher and Instagram. Please go to our Instagram because I want to push more people there because I actually think Instagram's a real cool community Uh, and we do all sorts of things other than podcasts like videos and um, that's about it, but still, you know, we're cultivating a... um, we're cultivating mass of content. Um, mm. All right, what's our random number for the for the for the week? Sixteen. Oh, that was sassy. That sounded sarcastic.
1: Sixteen is yep the Critters series, four films. Critters. I'll finally have a reason to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> no,
2: he's not. A, he's in Critters Three. Yeah. I thought he was in another oh maybe just Critters 3 anyway there you go so tune in next week for the Critters series um, where anything can happen just like Camp Rock anything can happen as long as it's um, G rated and your parents approve of it
1: <laughs> yeah goodbye everybody uh, yeah i um, I see it I'm sorry I sang that whole song if that was still in there
2: <laughs> it's still in there It'll never okay. leave. It'll be in every episode from now on. <laughs> it's our new theme tune. All right. Goodbye.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mmm.